Utah's best sports radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Everybody ready? Today is Tuesday, right? Take extra care to follow the instructions or you'll be put to sleep. And don't forget Taco Tuesdays. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, welcome on in. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5-1280 The Zone. Thank you very much for making us a part of your day. Thanks to Jay Brooks Jewelers, Titles, or uh, excuse me, Mountain America. Jay Brooks, too. They're great. But Mountain America Credit Union, title sponsor of The Big Show. Gordon Monson, once again, social distancing from the Monson Abode. How are you, sir? I'm doing just fine, Jake. How are you? I am. Uh, I'm doing terrifically well. Uh, it is a, a beautiful day outside. Uh, I think, you know, we as a, a family are, are coming together to get through this. That's, you know, that's a pretty good feeling. Uh, we're still broadcasting, which I love. We get to still communicate with our listeners and, and uh, have some fun and talk some sports. I mean, Gordon, I'm trying to I'm trying to keep my my head up through through all this stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's worth the effort, Jake. You're trying hard and you're hanging in there. You know, that's what a lot of Americans are doing right now. Yeah, which is which is good and I'm glad to hear you're hanging in there as well. How's uh, how's the Monson overall lifestyle on a boredom scale of 0 to 10? Uh, folks are finding things to do. Uh, I'd say, you know, boredom uh I'd say, no, I think it's uh, fairly low. You're doing okay. You're yeah. you're keeping finding interesting things to do. Like what, for example? Uh, doing a lot of reading. Uh, doing some talk uh, with uh, family members and uh, watching some movies. What are you reading? Oh, mostly just current events. Uh, oh, a lot of I stuff. See. History. Um, yeah, that's, I really get sucked into historical accounts and uh, been doing a lot of sort of uh, research on uh, my lifetime, really, and probably uh, a couple of years before going all the way back to, you know, this, the, uh, the, uh, the uh, War of 1812. Okay, so uh, you, I got you. You're not diving necessarily into literature. That's what I was uh, picturing when you said reading. No, I haven't really done that because my mind has been so active on other things, thoughts of the day and, and things like that, that I haven't really been able to dive completely into literature. Wait, wait, wait. Thoughts of the day. That that sounds like the beginnings of a segment to me. <laughs> Monson's thoughts of the day. If that's what you're doing with the, with all your time, you, you, could you share? 
uh, thought of the day. If you want to make that a regular segment, I'm willing to participate. You know, because- I mean, now, now, now. Here's the thing: we're we're looking for something useful, not necessarily like a like a you know 20 minute anecdote about the the second time <laughs> you went to the grocery store, <laughs> or the time your dad ate the rest of the tasty cakes. Yeah, right. No, no, but there are things that uh, I run across that does uh, you know that do spur thoughts. And uh, I would be more than happy to share some of those, however crazy or uh, okay, uh, just, unique and interesting. Uh, however, however comedic it might be in your eyes. Yeah, no, unique and interesting is what we're going for. Uh, you know, brief, not you know. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said you wanted to turn it into a segment. I not like a whole segment, but like oh, you know, a thing okay. we do. You know, like just the, like, like uh, the, twenty seconds worth. <laughs> yeah, like the Monson, uh, you know, word of the day was just a word, right? You know, the Monson thought of the day could be just a thought, and then maybe we could discuss. Do you remember uh, only super long-time listeners? Well, uh, Jake, you probably don't even remember this. The Monson minute. The Monson minute. Yeah. And it was just a minute of whatever you wanted to talk of about. Commentary. Yeah, I did that. What, uh, what's the difference back between mid nineties? What's huh? the difference between that and the rest of the show? <laughs> well, <laughs> that's a very good question, actually. But it was just my thoughts on one particular thing. And and Jake, we used to record that at the end of uh, shows to be played throughout the uh, station uh, the following day. Was it popular? Oh, I don't know. I, I can't remember. I mean, I, I don't, you know, I think it was okay. That That is a no. It used to, uh, you can imagine uh, how long that used to take to get all just uh, recorded just so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Long was, time. <laughs> a lot of painstaking editing. And and by the way, was this in the during the time where they actually used real tape? And you had, uh, you know, some poor son of a gun with a with a razor blade and some tape trying to figure out how to get Monson's uh, thought of the day down to 60 seconds. Yeah, probably. Probably. Uh, it was it was way back in the beginning. So, uh, well, I don't mean like in the beginning. I mean, like it wasn't like Genesis time. But it was uh, early on in my radio career. Okay, so so this is what I'm getting from from this here, uh, Gordon, and tell me if I'm wrong, that neither then nor now do you have any idea how your sound gets edited. Oh, I know how it's done now. I don't know what they did back then. I think they I don't they probably were splicing stuff together. What's the <laughs> what's the computer program we use? Computer, I, actually, I any of them. It doesn't really matter. I know that I, I've seen it. Austin has shown me how you go back through, and and he's shown me on the screen how you go back and cut things out. What color it's, it's, is the screen? Uh, I think it's, isn't it blue? No. <laughs> isn't it kind of grayish blue? Austin? Uh, no. What color is it? Uh, it's, a, it's a black background with a gray border and a bright green uh, sound wave, <laughs> like well, the brightest I mean, of green. It's not like I I do that stuff, but I have seen it done by Austin. Okay, but you don't remember the the tape splicing days, the the old reel to reel tape splicing days. Uh, I and don't know. What, I, remember I don't, carts? Oh, carts? Yeah, yeah. They were using carts. I do remember them doing that. All right. That was a long. That was a long. That's time a little back. walk down good old memory uh, memory lane. 
Yeah. Uh, but uh, but anyway, yeah, yeah, I'm having thoughts. You know, we all do. Aren't you? Uh, just daily thoughts. I, I find myself, like, getting outraged about things, so I have to, you know, distract myself. I don't know like why what? What, what, what's I, I made, What's making you mad right now? Things, what's making you mad? I don't know. I, I think I'm just on edge. I, I follow. I, I'm trying to follow the latest. I think it's important to be informed, and some things are just outrageous. I don't know. I don't want to get into the politics of it all. Oh, okay. So it's political. Uh, some of it, I suppose. Uh, I, let me say this, the way the, the Philadelphia 76ers handled uh, some things where they were cutting wages and doing all that sort of thing, only to go back 180 degrees less than a day later. Should we put the Sixers on the radar? Should they make the big show radar for that move? Uh, if you don't know what Jake's talking about, that's a new uh, item we have on the show uh, on a regular basis where a story comes up and uh, is really abysmal. But it sort of floats under the radar because of all the other things that are happening in the world. And we don't want to forget, so we're etching them down. And when this is all said and done, <laughs> we can we can go back and and uh, and be outraged uh, when people are are not uh, you know quite so on edge. So because to speak. Jake, our radar flies a little lower than other people's radar. It does. Well, well, we don't I mean, forget because we have Austin to help us. And Austin, if there's anything he knows how to do, it's remember a grudge. So we're really turning that to <laughs> our my favorite pastime. We're, to, we're we're turning that into our advantage. So it's the only time that I've been proud to fly low. Is that a zipper joke? Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, was that a? What do you Come mean on, fly guy, low? With it, you know, if someone comes up to you and says you're flying low, you know what that means. <laughs> I, I have no don't. clue. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't either. Mm-hmm. Should I Urban Dictionary that thing? Ooh. Yeah, do it right now on the air. What does flying low refer to? Oh, boy. It's been real. (laughs) I can't believe you've never heard that. Fly low from Wiktionary is uh, to fly under the radar to act in a discreet or sneaky fashion. Is that what that is? No. No. It's a zipper joke. That's what Austin guessed. That's what he said. Well, that was before you said you had no clue. So I was waiting for you. Wow, to... that was that, that's that's just a bad joke. Oh, all right. Well, well, no the judgment old... here. We were brainstorming. What day? What, what's that all? Are you going to judge me? I mean, everybody of my of, of my generation has heard that joke. It was a way of saying, "Hey, buddy, zip, put the zipper up." You know. Um, coming up on the show today gordon we're gonna we're, we're gonna play should we play this press conference from kalani sataki uh austin sure, yeah uh yeah we Let's had, do it he did a a zoom press conference gordo mm-hmm. and uh pk uh, stole the show by acting a fool on the camera putting his nose basically straight up the camera which was pretty weird uh but uh and, and struggled with the unmute button so PK and technology not having a good day. Uh, he but doesn't know how he doesn't know how to click the 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 mute and unmute. I guess not. 
I guess not. He can close a freezer door, though. I, I've heard sources tell me he can close a freezer door. Or uh, his points. But smooth. he struggled. He struggled <laughs> with the unmute button on the on the Zoom press conference with Kalani Sataki. But we'll we'll air it. And uh, and he covered what's going on with his team, uh, the situation with uh, with the shutdown for COVID nineteen and all those sorts of things. We'll get to it all with Kalani Sataki, uh, the coach of the Cougars, coming up uh, a little bit later on in the show. Um, what do you, you think? know what I like? You know what I like about when I when I'm you know going through various things to read, catch up on the news of the day. I like hearing about businesses like Starbucks who are paying their workers for the next month, whether they go to work or not. Yeah, you know? I, I I I like that sort of stuff too. I that's why I was a little bit disappointed um, in the Seventy Sixers because I we get. I think we can all get where they're coming from to a certain extent. Like business times are going to get really tough. It, it, it's going to get really hard across the board. And I'm sure that all businesses out there, you know, small or big, are thinking of the best way to to weather the storm because of of course they are. But there's also some really immediate needs of humans that you need to be considered as well. And it's this this delicate balance of, of how do we not turn this into a complete economic disaster? Because as you know, Gordon, um, you know, we've seen in history, economic disasters have fatalities as well. And, uh, and, and people suffer through those. And it's, it's the best way to handle these things. And hopefully our leaders have our, our best, uh, uh, in, you know, uh, interests at heart. But one thing I know is right now there's still the ability to, you know, support folks out there, support folks doing business. Uh, you know, we have many examples as advertisers here on The Big Show. We heard John from Jay Brooks Jewelers talk about their concierge service that they're doing. I know Mark Miller Subaru is doing some things. Larry H. Miller, uh, Chrysler. Or Jeep Dodge Ram, uh, making sure everything is sanitary and 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 that uh, they're open for business to do what they can with the restrictions that we have now. And as you know, Gordon, in other states, they're they're more severe, and those are going to have economic impacts. And I, I just wanted to say, and and if you disagree, please please uh, let me know. But you know, if you've been thinking about doing something, you know, getting your furnace replaced or your carpet's clean. We're, we're going to talk to the good folks at Zero Res a little bit later on in the show. You know, these companies out there that are figuring out a way to operate in the environment right now, do it. Do it. If you feel comfortable with it, and I'm not going to tell anybody what to do, but if you feel comfortable with it, you know, do it now. It, it, do it when it's needed the most and that we need to keep things going. Gordon, in, in, in my family, we're trying to do a couple of things in our personal life, too, that maybe we were, uh, maybe we were waiting on a little bit, but we're going to go ahead and do it because we can we can afford it and we want to we want to keep things going uh I'll, I'll, I'll throw out an example with uh, our daughter's daycare that that we absolutely love and they take such great care of our daughter uh you know they're they're going through some stuff and they're a small business and we you know we told them, hey we're we're going to continue paying tuition while you guys go through this so you can keep those teachers on and you know all those sorts of things that we can do and support local companies that are just trying to figure out a way through this like everybody else i think is really important and i i want to continue on this show to get the word out about those folks you know gordon yeah i agree with that i couldn't agree more jake do what you can and uh you know go go about your business uh without endangering anyone you know by uh, being in, in too close a proximity 
I'll give you an example, Gordon. Our, our friends at Syringa, Syringa Networks, our, our buddy Gabe, uh, they're home to the complete uh, business telecom IT solutions. Uh, and hey, if you're a business whose employees have gone home and you're trying to keep your functionality up and you're not happy with the what what you've got going. Contact Syringa. Now's a great time to do it. Uh, they're backed by an industry-leading SLA that guarantees uh, the uptime your business needs. I mean, we're kind of evolving in a different way to do business, and there will be lasting effects after that. Syringa is a, a great example of a, of a company that can help immediate needs and is still local here doing uh, right now. We talked to, uh, we talked to Gabe um, and by the way, syringanetworks.net. Seriously, uh, check them out, syringanetworks.net. But how many, uh, how many thousands of miles or whatever it was, Gordon, does Gabe have of wire in the ground? He always comes in and tells us about. I mean, a, <laughs> a, a great local company that can really help immediately. But there's examples of that everywhere, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. So do what you can to help, uh, you know, especially if you need something. Like you were talking about, Jake, makes perfect sense. Right. You know, our, our boy Mike from Any Hour Services, if you've been waiting on a on a furnace or, or want to get the AC before summer hits, do it now. If you can, you know, of course, if you can afford it, if you're comfortable with it, you know, use this as an excuse to pour a little bit back into the economy and back, uh, you know, help businesses keep people employed. Because that, you know, after all, uh, is is the most important right now is, is people's immediate needs. So I want to take a minute, mention a couple of sponsors. There's too many to mention, but, you know, do something while you can, because if things do get a little more severe, Gordon, that's not going to be an option. So uh, let's let's take advantage of it safely, of course, while we're still able to do so. Here, here. All right. Uh, we will let's uh, let's get some. We'll get to uh, some more sports coming up right around the corner, Gordon. We'll we'll take an advantage. Talk a, we talked a lot of youth football on the show yesterday. We'll try and talk a little BYU football as they've uh, had to close up spring practices and the big storylines uh, that we see at uh, at BYU going forward, both long term and uh, and short term. So there is a lot going on uh, today on the big show, Gordon Monson, uh, Jake Scott uh, with you. So. Stay tuned. We'll have uh, uh, we're going to actually talk to another great uh, local business coming up here momentarily, Gordon. As I uh, as I stall for time here for a second, uh, he is actually with us right now. Uh, our friend Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic. And Andrew, uh, I was just talking about it. Gordon and I were just talking about it for the whole first segment, talking about local businesses who are open and trying to keep things moving. And the truth is, you know, folks out there are probably dealing with ED and. Now's as good a time as ever to take advantage and do something about it and keep our local economy going. Yeah, you, you're, you said it. There are so many people being affected by this, and more and more every day, I'm sure. Um, ED is a problem in good times and in bad times. And what we're hearing from our patients is that this is an excellent time to get it fixed. Um, the, the extra downtime at home has maybe put a magnifying glass on the problem. Uh, I hate to say it that way, but, but for some, it's a good time to press the reset button. Uh, Wasatch Medical, of course, treats ED, but in a very unique way with a blood flow treatment called acoustic wave therapy. It opens up the blood vessels. We have seen, I mean, even this morning, just this morning, guys in their 80s that have had ED for many, many years that have gotten a complete reversal and they've eliminated the pills completely. And you know what? You're going to take all the risk out of this uh, for our listeners. And might I add to it, because we're going to talk about a free consult with a doctor. You talked about it the other day, Andrew. You guys, uh, just like a lot of local companies out there, you're adapting. You're making things as sanitary as possible, keeping things clean and making sure everybody's safe. 
We are, and, and, and that is a good point. Um, we're we're going to give you a little quiz when you come into the clinic before you come in, whether you've traveled and whether you've been sick, to make sure that the staff and the patients are safe. We are sanitizing multiple times per day. Um, our staff have not been allowed to travel in months now, and we wear masks and gloves throughout the entire day. So it is safe to come in, um, and, and you know we're legally operating with all of the, the different amendments that have been coming down from the state. Um, we are able to operate. You can get a consultation. It's totally free. Uh, you can come in, see where you're at, get a blood flow ultrasound. We're going to give you a special gift that produces instant results in the bedroom. All of that's free to get you through this difficult time. So just give us a call now. 801-901-8000. 801-901-8000 is the number to call. And Andrew, pretty fired up to talk to you today, my man. Thanks for being with us. Yeah, we're, we're, we're hanging on and we're here and uh, yeah, we're excited about it. All right, buddy. We appreciate you. That's Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic, 801-901-8000. That's the number to call. Get it taken care of, 801-901-8000. We'll have more straight ahead on The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. I know I left too much mess and destruction to come back again. And I caused nothing but trouble, I understand if you Talk to me again. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We've got a total request Tuesday going down uh, for Band of the Day today. Brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at LiveNation.com. Today's theme for Total Request Tuesday, Gordon, covers. What covers? At Austin Horton, at Jake Scott Zone, at Gordon Monson. Uh, Gordon, uh, what, covers? Anything uh, off the top of your head? Boy, oh man, I don't. I can't think of any that really I fell in love with. Can you? Oh yeah, tons. I'll, I'll tell you what I think is the best cover of all time. I don't know if I would say it's my favorite cover. Okay. But Jimi Hendrix, All Along the Watchtower, I think is the best cover of all time. Okay. All right. Okay, that's hard to argue with. Um, I've given this some thought, obviously. Yeah. I I have not given that a whole lot of thought. But give me some examples uh, of some. Give me some examples. Examples of, of somebody covering songs? Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, zillions of people covered Bob Dylan songs. Like uh, yeah. Mr. Tambourine Man, wasn't that the Birds or something like that who made that uh, that song famous? Um, me see, first in the Gimme Gimme's. Here's my, my, here, here's, here's my problem. Here's my problem, though. When I hear an artist sing a song, then I I kind of assume that it's their song, unless it's like this mega hit that somebody went and, and covered. But, uh, I mean, uh, it's, those are far and few by, between, aren't they? Well, I, think- I, I know that Juice Newton covered... Uh, Angel of the Morning. Well, here's the thing. There's a difference, in my opinion. Now, I guess rational people could argue with this, obviously. But my opinion, if, if the song is written for them, then maybe that's different than they covered. Like, all along the Watchtower, that was a Bob Dylan song that he had done and then was covered. Does that make sense? Whereas, like, Carol King wrote a bunch of songs for other people. Uh, Smokey Robinson uh, wrote a bunch of songs for other people, right? I mean, we don't think My Girl is a Smokey Robinson song, even though I believe he wrote it, right? Yeah. But yeah. that's a Temptation song. Hmm. 
But All see, right. now I'm splitting hairs. I don't know. What's your definition of a cover, Austin? Oh, no. I, I think any song that a, an artist takes from another artist and makes it theirs and produces it, whether it's for sell or just for fun, that's a cover. Okay. So if someone else sang it first and then someone else is now singing it, that's a cover. Well, no matter how you want to, I mean, didn't uh, one of the uh, members of Old Dominion uh, wrote Sangria for, uh, and Blake Shelton recorded it? I mean, I love that song. Do you like that song? Right. And, but technically, that is Blake Shelton's song, although that person of Old Dominion does get a cut of the proceeds that come from it, obviously, but that's credited to Blake Shelton, not the uh, Old Dominion. That's a cover. Right. Okay. Well, the guys in Old Dominion sing it too. I mean, I've recorded it as well. I don't know. If they they cover it. it. Correct. Yeah. Well, they wrote it. You just but said Blake Shelton wrote it. No. No. The guy of Old Dominion opposite. wrote it. Blake Shelton recorded it first. Old Dominion did not perform it first, right? Well, they probably performed it. They didn't record. I don't think they recorded it. Ugh. Never mind. You know, if we had a game we had to break down immediately, I would be more frustrated th- with this conversation than maybe I, am I right don't now. know what a cover is. What I, <laughs> I don't, don't know. I I think it. Well, it, it's got to be somebody who. Uh, I, man, I'll tell you, it's gotten complicated all of a sudden. It has. It has gotten complicated. Yeah. Uh, technically, I think it's someone else sang it. Now someone else is singing it after them. That would be a cover. Okay, I can come along with that. That's why I'm saying, like. If Smokey wrote My Girl, but The Temptations recorded it, that's a Temptations like, song. Like, has Kenny Chesney himself ever written a song? Probably not. No. But the, his songs well, are not, not covers. True. That's what, not true. What, 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 what song has he written alone? I think he writes songs too, doesn't he? Does he? I don't know. Hmm. How about I Heard It Through the Grapevine? Who gets Great credit answer. for that one? Whoever sang it first. Oh, no, no, no. Credence gets credit for that. Marvin Gaye covered it. Now, which is better? What, is what about Gladys discussion. Knight and the Pips? What song? I heard it through the grapevine. Oh, did she record that? I don't know if I've heard that version. Yeah, she, but it was a Smokey Robinson written song, right? Right. Uh, was it? Okay, we, we've got to move on. Yeah, maybe Marvin Gaye did record that first. We'll have to look. All right, I'm changing total request. No, 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 I like it. This I is... like it. We're overcomplicating this whole, whole thing. We, it's good. Uh, Gordon, how about, how, about if we, how about if we define it as a song that someone else has recorded, that more than one person has recorded? There is that go. all right? Yeah, let's do that. Uh, Gordon, let's get to the split story of the day. Let's, let's talk some sports here. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. You talk, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. I think we can play five games to get guys back in the groove and then go into the playoffs and maybe make the first round five games instead of seven. Play it out from there, depending on when we start, obviously. If there's one thing that's going to bring the country back to some level of normalcy and get people's blood going again in a positive way and get people excited, it's going to be sports. And the NBA is incredibly well positioned to be the sport that drives the recovery. You know, the commissioner is looking for us to lead and to set an example and to to be that league that gets people excited again, gets people rallying around their teams. 
All right, Gordon, that was Mark Cuban, who's made some uh, statements lately talking about he's hopeful, some optimistic statements, and they're admittedly that. It, it struck me as less of a prediction and more more optimism because nobody really knows. But he's hoping the by the middle of May, in some way, shape, or form, that the NBA can get back to playing games. And I don't know how newsworthy this is because I don't know what you know information he's processing to, to come to that opinion. But what I like about it, what I think is important about it is it is optimistic you know that we can do the right things and we can you know eventually see some light at the end of the tunnel and if somebody like mark cuban who has a stake in the nba i know but can can say hey i think we can get here by here and i'm optimistic about it i like that i share that or i'm, I'm trying to share that yeah and i hope it, it could be done here's the thing on it though i mean i am i of all the things i've read i do believe that uh that isolation, social isolation, is a good thing. It, it, it's, it, it will help this problem. But can these games go on without jeopardizing that? So can it in some form or another? I, I, the, 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 the mental relief, the sort of anxiety that uh, is in place needs to be squashed somehow. And if sports can play that role, then good on them. You know, find a way. Find a way to be able to put these games on without putting people in jeopardy. And if it can be done, then do it. But as far as the the, the population as a whole, got to be quarantined. You know, got to lock this thing down to get rid of it. I, I think that's, isn't that the indication from other countries? Um, well, that's a really complicated question, actually, because a lot of different countries are, are taking different approaches. And I think we know more about, and this is me editorializing, by the way, but I think we know more about what does not work than what works entirely. Well, well, let me put it this way. If you believe the numbers that are coming out of China, which, I mean, they've been less than reliable in their reporting, I, I think that's pretty fair. If you believe the numbers coming out of China, yes, a total and complete armed quarantine lockdown uh, can be effective. But if you're like me and hope it does not come to that, because that would really uh, be unfortunate for everyone, I believe. If you look at a, co- uh, a country like South Korea, their whole thing was to get as many tests out into the population as possible and test as many folks as you can, prioritizing the most you know sick and vulnerable, obviously, to, to the least. And, you know, get, get the, the well people, you know, keeping things going and isolate the sick people and try and, you know, kind of social distance and do those sorts of things. And that's proved pretty effective. Denmark, however, Gordon, has just completely isolated uh, elderly people and the young people have just been allowed to continue about life as they're trying to burn through it. That's kind of their philosophy. So, I mean, that's sorry, that was a windy explanation to your question. But I, this is something I've been looking into as well, you know, on how how people are handling this. So. If, if the right steps are taken, I, I think it can be handled in a couple months. But complete isolation, Gordon, I don't know. There are different theories out there on that. Well, okay. Then isolation in some form or another. You know, uh, however you want to split that up, uh, it's it, it needs to be done at some level. And I think they've been doing that in South Korea, too, haven't they? Isolate, yeah. It's been a lot of social distancing, kind of. 
similar, but a little bit more. I mean, you see a lot more masks and those sorts of things uh, around South Korea, although especially compared to like Salt Lake, the proximity of living might be uh, might be a little bit different, but a lot of similar separation. The, the difference is, and again, this is me editorializing, is they, because of the SARS outbreak years ago, they were much more prepared from a testing front. Gordon, where they were able kind of when when everything started spinning out of control, they were able to really kickstart the testing, which gives you more data, which which makes you more equipped to to, you know, combat the thing. We were lagging on testing and we're seeing it catch up. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Thanks, everybody. You know, everybody out there who might be listening who's contributed to that effort. But it looks like we're more able to test now and we'll figure out, you know. Uh, uh, who we really need to help and, and kind of move on down the line. I think that's really important. Well, I, the most important thing that I think you said there is that information is vital. Right. Uh, information, right. yeah, always is helpful to be able to, the more informed you can become, then the more, you know, the more you can handle situations. And so that needs that needs to be done either way, regardless of how widespread you think the social distancing should be. If sports can be, if sports can be presented to the public, then that would be a huge leap forward for the psyche of the country. Now, there are some people out there who don't care about sports. I get that. But for a whole lot of folks, just like we've talked about when uh, – when, uh, uh, the uh, commissioner of baseball during World War II went to uh, President Roosevelt, Roosevelt and he said, uh, play the games because the public needs to be able to have something to rally around. And that was that was then during a world war. Now, this is, I get it, this is a little different. But if they can find a way to do it in a safe manner. And, and remember, uh, Adam Silver, he had all kinds of different things that he said the league was considering. Even testing those who are, who are, who are negative, and then utilizing them somehow to put on games, even if they're pickup games, Jake. That's a fairly drastic option, but it's one that uh, the, I don't think the NBA is really not considering anything at this point. Well, and, and you know, this is kind of uh, rosy thinking, I suppose. But, you know, the NBA and the Utah Jazz in particular were at the forefront of the beginning of this thing, right? Or, or the end of the beginning, if you want to go Winston Churchill, um, with Rudy Gobert's positive test, that seemed to send the shockwave throughout the entire country, and everybody started taking it a lot more seriously. So the NBA was at the forefront of that. It would be pretty cool if they were at the forefront of the comeback, right? As safely, of course. But, you know, if, if the NBA returning to play would be a symbol of some sort of us bouncing back from these types of situations, I think that would be pretty cool. Well, that seemed to be what Mark Cuban was suggesting. And if it can be done safely, then I'm all for it. Yeah, me too. You and me both, man. And I think I think that's one of the things that uh, you and I both love about sports is there's that community feel to it, you know, where it brings everybody together. Uh, baseball was a great symbol of that after uh, 9-11. Uh, even the Olympics here in Salt Lake were a, a great uh, example of that after 9-11. Gordon, you remember um, during the opening ceremonies where they raised the flag from the tower uh, up over Rice Eccles Stadium? Like, what an amazing moment that was. But, uh, you know, sports can be that. And right now we don't have sports, and that almost feels symbolic, doesn't it? Doesn't yes, that almost I... feel symbolic in, in what we're going through? I mean, the, we talked about the Olympics yesterday. They're officially postponed today. I mean, it... it 
makes it harder. I think you're right on the money. I think that could be something, if could safely be accomplished, would be really great for a lot of people. So what do you think is the safe way to do it? That, that, that really is the question of the moment. Um, I don't know. Uh, Gordon, I, I don't know if a couple of sports radio bozos like ourselves really have those answers. But if somebody could figure it out, and maybe you know it's as simple as if you test negative, you can play. If you test positive, you can't. I don't know. I, you know, I, I, I'm not sure. I, I, I think that's a, that would be a terrific way to do it. I mean, that sounds good to me. I, as I've thought through the various options, that makes a lot of sense. Now, the question then becomes, okay, who's going to be allowed in the building to watch it? Uh, the testing has not been widespread enough to test various people. So, so if you test negative, you can go to the game. If you don't, you can't. Well, you know, we know if it were uh, an RSL game, you couldn't go either way. Bazing. Nothing? Nothing. Nothing? I don't even no. get a laugh? No. Come on! No, That's no. a reference to like a four-year-old controversy. That's hilarious. I got nothing. I get crickets from you? <laughs> you give me a zipper joke earlier in the show, and I'm expected to just guffaw. I have some great social commentary involving my co-host, and I get crickets? You don't even you didn't even know what flying low was. <laughs> no, I had no idea. What is it? Is that an Eddie Haskell thing? No, <laughs> I don't know where it originated. But if someone comes up to you and says, "Hey, you're flying low," then you would know immediately that it was time to zip up. <sighs> and I give you just a, a brilliantly timed one-liner about. Uh, uh, you getting barred from an RSL game, and I get nothing, not even like a boo. You could have at least booed my joke. <laughs> well, so what, I mean, do you think that if the NBA started up its games that they could do it without without an on-site audience? Sure, yeah. I mean, I, I think it, well, to bring this back to what we were talking about in the first segment, Gordon, look at, look at all the local businesses out there adapting you know, to the current environment to try and, you know, serve people, right? Uh, I don't know why the NBA would be any different. They'd have to, uh, of course, this caveats on everything, I feel like, but figure out a way to do it safely. But, yeah, absolutely. You you know, you could adapt some things and, and just get things going again, right? I mean, I'm sure the television networks out there are thirsting for programming and would be happy to be of assistance in any way, shape, or form to make it a, a good product for the, the consumer at home. Well, uh, okay, so I, I think anybody involved with the on-site process would have to be tested. And and then if they are negative, then whoever is available to uh, to do those things, uh, to be there, to, to provide that for a, a television audience, yeah, I'm all for that. I think that would be a, a good way to do it, if there's enough testing. I, I saw that... Uh, the lieutenant governor, Spencer Cox, was saying that there were going to be upward. I think he, he said that uh, here in Utah, there would be testing for over 2,000 a day. Have that capacity. Yeah, yeah, I had heard that, too. I hope, you know, that's that's wonderful news. It, it really yes. is. That's that's really, really good news. And uh, it means that, that folks who are, are, you know, at risk for it or or you know, have symptoms for it, or I mean, we can just we can start testing the folks that need it the most, and we can work down a little bit, and that's that's really uh, really great news. So, is it worth in testing everybody that would be necessary to provide that 
that sports product for a television audience? Is the psyche of sports fans important enough to to include them and those who who need to be tested? Well, see, I I you know what, Gordon, that's an impossible question to answer right now because when this first thing started, there were <laughs> there were not enough tests for the people that absolutely, absolutely needed it the most. If you would have asked me a week ago that question, I'd say absolutely not. There, it's just not that available. But in a month's time, Gordon, or you know, a yeah. month and a half, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. In South Korea, for example, they have phone booth style testing areas where you go in and they have your test results in seven minutes. So you know if. If testing is that widespread by then, well, then that might be a different story, right? And, and from what I understand, that's been the key in South Korea, right? right. That's what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. So, uh, all right. I uh, want to remind you about our friends at Zebra Res. Give them a call today, 801-288-9376. They're still uh, out there serving folks, helping out our listeners. They're doing it in the cleanest, most sanitary way. And get this, they're still doing their absolutely great promotion. Prices have not gone up. They're still helping out our listeners. 801-288-9376. Uh, clean just uh, 33 dollars per room and if you clean three you'll get your fourth room for free 801-288-ZERO Zero Res Carpet Cleaning uh, coming up straight ahead we're going to uh, get to our moments of madness it's the big show 97.5 and 1280 The Zone Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show this is the big show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Shout out to Ryan who wanted... uh, Alien Ant Farm, Smooth Criminal. It's a total request Tuesday here on the big show on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. I like this. I like this cover. This is good. I like the original probably a little bit better, but as far as like a punk cover of Michael Jackson goes, it's pretty good. Gordon, uh, you like Alien Ant Farm? Yeah, sounds good to me. I mean, I like that song, and I know that's one of your favorite Michael Jackson songs, It is right? my favorite Michael wow. Jackson song. And this is a pretty good cover. Not bad. Uh, Total Request Tuesday, your favorite covers. And we, we're not going to debate what the definition of a cover is again, but, you know, just give us a suggestion. We'll play it if it's a good one. Uh, <laughs> that's a good way to go. All right, Gordon. Uh, we're, we're doing this fun thing during a time where we would be talking about the NCAA tournament. It's the Best Moments of Madness bracket, where we took the 16 what we determined were the best moments in NCAA tournament history and we're doing a bracket style competition. We had two uh, let's see we had what matchup did we have yesterday there Austin? Yeah it was Jimmy V's search for a hug on the alley-oop championship shot versus the uh, Florida Gulf Coast Dunk City upset of Georgetown and uh, Jimmy V ran away with it with 86% of the vote. Wow blowout victory for Jimmy V. I think the Wolfpack are going to be a contender Gordo. Well, I mean, you successfully predicted that that would be the case, and it's hard to argue. They'll be up against, uh, in round two next week, they'll be up against Bryce Drew and the shot for Valparaiso in a 1-2 showdown. Wow, this is getting good. All right, uh, today we have a 1-4 matchup, and I have a feeling, Gordon, this one might be a tad one-sided as well. The one seed 
Danny Ainge going coast to coast. Down to the opposite end of the floor, and there are eight seconds to go. Ainge against Paxson. Five seconds. Inside. Ainge scores for two seconds. One second on the clock. It is all over. It is all over. What it looked like. Notre Dame was going to have Kelly Trapuca as the hero. The what hero's a great drive is by... lost by Notre Dame. Kelly Trapuca. Great jazz man, Kelly Trapuca. <laughs> Yeah, well, that uh, that Ains drive was very—it was remarkable. I mean, anybody who saw that happen as it was happening was shocking. And Danny weaved his way down the court and uh, flips that little flip layup over. I have no idea who was it over. Orlando Woolridge. Oh, how about that? Yeah, to win that game—that was that was a wild time. Who uh, who was better uh, at BYU, Danny or Jimmer? Uh, who was the better player? Well, Danny Ainge was the better no, no, player. No, 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 at BYU. Uh, well, I don't know how you couldn't say Jimmer. I mean, that was that that you would have to say Jimmer, but Danny was a better basketball player. Okay, that was very hard for you. That sounded painful. You all right? No, yeah, I'm fine. Okay. I'm just but anytime you match up two players who had great careers, yeah, it's it takes you a minute to to sort of find your way through that. But uh, Jimmer was given great opportunity. I mean, he was essentially given the team to do whatever he wanted, but that was true for Danny as well. All right, going up against four seed Northern Iowa versus Texas. This is the second. Texas will have a chance to tie or win it with a three. Taylor attacks, floats, even at 72, 2.7 left. Last chance for the Panthers. And he said he wouldn't take a timeout in this situation. Jesperson, half court, he for the win. Pretty amazing. Uh, yes. Upset 11 seed Northern Iowa over six seed Texas back in 2016. A winner with a half court shot. Wow. Yeah, there have been so many great moments in the tournament through the years. It's it's fun to to relive them. All right, so uh, we've got it up. It's a, a Zone Twitter poll on Zone Sportsnet at Zone Sportsnet. Uh, get on there and vote right now. Eighty-one percent Danny Ainge, nineteen percent Northern Iowa. So jump on there and vote, and we'll have another matchup uh, coming up tomorrow as we at least try to have a little bit of fun with the NCAA tournament. All right, joining us now our good friend Andrew Reinhardt from the Wasatch Medical Clinic. And hey, as we spend a little more time together with our loved ones at home. Andrew, maybe we're realizing that uh, it might be time to do something about ED. It might be, yeah. Uh, so many guys are home now and struggling with ED. We're experiencing kind of a, a flood of phone calls and interest in the treatments. I think what's happening is that guys are, are just fed up with the medication. They want a natural result in the bedroom. We've seen 50-year-old guys get back to function like they were 30, and we've seen 80-year-old guys get back to function like they were 50. So it's been really cool to watch with just a few short treatments with our technology, the acoustic wave therapy, you get the blood flow going again. And, and, and think about that. 
ED is a blood flow issue. That's exactly what these treatments fix. Uh, and, you know, maybe, the like, let's talk about the other treatments for a second, Andrew, because folks out there probably have been struggling a little bit, have tried some other things. You've talked about this a lot. This is a way to solve the root issue of the problem. Yeah, and, and there really are three other options when it comes to erectile dysfunction. There's the pills. That's the most common. There's the injections. That's less common but, but is used. And then there's surgery. Uh, if I look out at those options. <laughs> None of them sound all that great to no. me, especially the last two. Yeah. <laughs> um, the pills cause side effects. The other two are bad for obvious reasons. Natural function, think about that. The acoustic wave therapy, when the timing's right, the blood flows, when you want it, where you want it, and I think uh, this is the only treatment that achieves that. All right. 801-901-8000 is the number to call. 801-901-8000. And you're taking all the risk out of this for our listeners. We are. We are safe uh, to come in. We're open for business. Um, we're taking a lot of precautions with the virus and things like that, sanitizing, wearing masks, gloves. We're not traveling. Call us now. We'll do this initial assessment with the doctor. Super helpful information. You'll find out why you have ED. He'll do a blood flow ultrasound. The entire process is totally free. So give us a call and come on in and get checked out. So happy you're still out there helping our listeners, Andrew. We appreciate you. 801-901-8000. 801-901-8000. We'll catch up with you a little later in the show. Thanks, Jake. That's Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic. 801-901-8000. We're going to let you hear from Kalani Sataki, who did a press conference today. Coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.